0: And use code Ross. That's code Ross for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope N Y or text Hope N Y four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, and it is week 18 in the National Football League. It is wild card weekend in the NFL playoffs, and if you like to make the playoff games especially more interesting, you have come to the right place. I'm Ross Tucker, just a former NFL offensive lineman for the better part of a decade. He is the star of this show, Steve Fezik, the only two-time winner, of the Super Bowl of Professional Football Betting. You can follow him on Twitter. Make sure you get all his stuff at Fezzik Sports. I am at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. If you ever have specific questions for us, just send in an email to me, Ross, at RossTucker.com, taking advantage of any of the sponsors that we have over at RossTucker.com on the sponsor page And I'll make sure we read and respond to it on the podcast. In fact, we have one for a little bit later on in the show, which today, by the way, is presented by BetDSI.com. You guys know we're big proponents of BetDSI.com. The mobile works great. You win, you get paid, period. You don't have to deal with the frustration of some of those other sites and Best of all, you get a free $15, Tucker15, 15, when you use that code at BetDSI.com. Again, Tucker15 at BetDSI.com. Steve, we did not finish the regular season real strong. I was down two units. You were down one unit. We were one of three on our best bets, and that puts us finishing up the regular season I was at plus 14 units. You were at plus 21 units. Before we get into the uh, specific games from last week, uh, your thoughts on plus 14, plus 21 for a regular season?
1: Oh, phenomenal. Best um, bettors in the world can only hit 55%, and even that's a stretch in a difficult-to-beat sport like the NFL. I would take that each and every year, Russ.
0: In terms of the best bet, so would I. By the way, in terms of the best bets, um, we both put two units on the under for the Steelers and the Browns. That did not happen for us. Minnesota, we both had two units on the over Vikings and Bears. I forget did that hit for us, Steve. I can't tell. That's the winner. That's the winner. And then the other loser must have been we both put some units on the Dolphins, getting nine and a half points. Um, against New England. So that was the deal with the best bets. Uh, the Giants came through for me, but the Texans and the Ravens did not. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars came through for me as well. Let's dive into this week. Before we get into these games, Steve, I just wanted to, to, to get a general statement from you on playoffs, whether it's easier or harder to win in the playoffs, or whether it really makes no difference?
1: It's harder because there are fewer games, so the lines tend to tighten up much quicker than they do during the regular season. A great example of that is that the Giants-Green Bay game actually opened. The Giants catching 7.5, and and you blink, and that line jumped down to 4.5, Ross. So you see usually if a bad number gets put out there in the marketplace, it gets corrected very, very quickly. It'll hang out there longer during the regular season.
0: That's interesting. So um, so it's not as good.
1: But they do put up lots of proposition bets. So on game day, you can there's a lot more things you can bet on at places like BetDSI that um, you can find value on.
0: Got it. Interesting. All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into this week's games, Bry. All right, Ross, why don't you start it off? We uh, first game is going to be Oakland
1: at Houston Texans, favored by three and a half points, and the total a low thirty six and a half.
0: And this is actually the only game I'm going to pass on. Uh, I just, I Houston wins by about a field goal. I think it's a low scoring game. It feels like twenty to seventeen. Houston wins something like that. Feels like they have this just about right. I guess I would maybe even lean to the under, if you can believe that in this game. But thirty-six and a half, I'm not going to actually do that. I look at the Raiders, and I know some people were happy with what Connor Cook did last week in relief. I think it's a little different when you start. I don't have a whole lot uh, to to go on with him in the NFL. His first start, that's a that's a tough spot. I'd be impressed and surprised if he came out and played really well. So I'm going to pass this game. I think the odds makers got this one right.
1: Yeah, and I think this is, of course, the rematch to the Mexico City game that Houston dominated the entire game. The refs twice, Houston picked up a first down in the red zone with the game tied 20-20. Twice the refs gave them a very inauspicious spot. And they turned it over And Oakland wound up winning 27 to 20. So from that perspective, I would lean Houston. If you could outplay Oakland when Carr was quarterback, you should be able to outplay them with Connor cook. The ostrich takes over much to the chagrin of the fans who hate him. Um, I do think that we can get at the under with a proposition bet here. I think Connor cook was spinning the ball all over the field, gunslinging it against Denver with some success and some problems. Um, through an interception, almost threw another one, and I think that he's going to be more conservative. They're going to talk to him about it. he doesn't have to try to win the game since they're starting zero to zero. I think it starts very low scoring. First quarter under seven lay minus a dollar thirty, one unit. All right, Steve. The other game on Saturday it's Detroit at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks favored by eight with a total of forty three. So my first take on this. Power rating-wise, I made it seven and a half. And I'm thinking, wow, Seattle is so good at home, but they're so banged up. Their defense has been lousy since Earl Thomas went out. Lockett is out. That's a big deal. Um, you know, they're all banged up. But then I looked at what Detroit has done. They have to be super, super disappointed. Three chances to lock up the division. Three times they fail and lose. And let's look at the scheduling. So they lose to the Giants. Then on Monday night football, December 26th, they lose in Dallas. Have to play Monday night. Sunday night football, they play for the division at home against Green Bay. They lose that one. Now they've got to play Saturday night at Seattle. So three games in 12 days, needed every game like blood. Usually when you have scheduling problems like that, the defense is what suffers with the fatigue. It's just so hard when your body's that banged up. I'm actually going to play the over 43 for two units. I think Seattle's going to be able to score, and I do think Stafford's getting better with his finger problem. They'll put up some points without Earl Thomas over two units.
0: Interesting. Um, I'm surprised by this line. I I don't think that Seattle is nearly the team that evidently the odds makers think they are. I guess that a lot of this is based on playoff pedigree or perhaps maybe it's really about – Um, just them playing at home, but man, this is not the same defense since they lost Earl Thomas, and their offensive line is abysmal. I don't think they'll be able to run the ball, and even when they drop back to pass, I think Russell Wilson will be under duress. I think Detroit keeps this game very, very close, like a field goal game either way. My guess is that Seattle probably wins the game, but I really think it's a, a close one. That comes down to the end. Detroit has not really gotten blown out very much, I guess, with the exception of that that Dallas game. They've been right there in a lot of these games. I like uh, Detroit getting the eight points. I'll take more than a touchdown. So give me two units on the Detroit Lions getting the eight points.
1: Ross, on to Sunday, Miami at Pittsburgh. Steelers favored by 10, and the total is 46.
0: Well, that's another one. that That's another number that jumps out to you. I, it's interesting, you know. I feel like Steve, that if these were regular season games, that these lines would be like halved. It, it almost feels like because it's a playoff game, that the lines have been increased. Do you really think if this were Week 16, that it would be the Steelers given the Dolphins 10 or the Seahawks given the Lions 8?
1: No, they are inflated. My power ratings have the Steelers five and a half points better than an average team. The Dolphins are a Joe Q average, average team. So five, I'd make it five and a half on a neutral and probably eight, eight and a half at Pittsburgh if it was a regular season game.
0: So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the dolphins. I'll take the 10 points. I expect them to play well. I think it's a close game. I, I bet you Pittsburgh wins it, but boy, I, I like getting 10 points in a playoff game with a team that's been pretty darn good over the last couple of months. So I'm going to put two units on the Dolphins as well, getting the 10 points. I like the dogs getting, getting big-time points.
1: We're going to go head-to-head head on this. Now, as a pro better during the regular season, I almost always take double digits, never lay it, um, for a lot of reasons. And a big part of it is that ebbs and flows of the season, you, once you get up, you, you let up. But that's not the case in the playoffs where if you can step on a guy's throat, you do it. And I really think this is a kill spot for Pittsburgh. They lost the game 30-15 to 15 at Miami. That's the game that Ben got hurt, came back in, kept trying to play and played ineffectively, and Miami ran all over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's defense is better now. They've been on an absolute roll. Their stats are a little skewed because Landry Jones played the game against New England that they lost, and he played the game last week against Pittsburgh. But they're a monster at home. When they win, they've won on, by an average of 13 points when Big Ben has been behind center. The book on Pittsburgh is that they haven't performed well in the playoffs. Well, Bell has never played in the playoffs. He's always hurt, and Big Ben is always injured. They finally got to rest all their guys, and they're coming off a week of rest. Also, strength of schedule. How's this for a trend, Ross? Since 2002, in the wild card round, if you simply played the team that played the harder strength of schedule, you cover 73% of the time. 40, I don't have the exact number, but it's 73%. That's incredible. That's a stat from my buddy Teddy Covers. And Pittsburgh has the number 11 strength of schedule in the league. Miami Cupcake schedule, the number 27. Uh, I really think all sides point to Pittsburgh. And the wind chill is going to be four degrees for a, t- a soft team from Florida that in December and January is 4-13, their last 17 against the spread. They're going to kill them, Ross. Two units, Pittsburgh. All right, Steve, the final game, the New York Giants, the Green Bay Packers pack four-and-a-half point favorites, total 44 and a half. Yeah, this one's a very tough game. Obviously the Giants, a lot of success in Lambeau in the playoffs. Their Super Bowl runs, they beat Green Bay teams, including a 15-and-a-1 team. That's um, part of the reason the money's come on the Giants, and another reason is the cluster injuries to the Green Bay cornerbacks. They've got guys you know, filling in at safety. They're moving guys all over the field in that win against detroit and they weren't very good before that so i'm very concerned that with those giant receivers that beckham could have a huge day and eli could get his act together where he's always been better in the playoffs however aaron Rodgers, 18 touchdown passes no interceptions the last seven weeks the packers the last four weeks have put up 30 or more points each and every week including 38 against seattle and 38 against the vikings not cupcake defenses so I expect the Packers to score, 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 and I expect the Giants to match their scores. I know it's going to be cold, but there's not going to be wind. There's not going to be snow. 44.5, low total given the parameters and the, and the injuries to the secondary. We're going to go over 44.5, two units.
0: Wow, interesting. Um, I, I don't see the game unfolding that way at all. I'm, I'm not going to hit the under, uh, although I'll consider it. What I like in this game, I like the line. I like the Giants getting four and a half points. Saw them up close and personal on Sunday. They shut down a very good Washington Redskins offense. I don't think the Packers are going to be able to run. They'll be one-dimensional. I think the Giants have the best secondary in the NFL. You referenced the Packers secondary being really beat up. That is a significant problem in my mind, and it's a problem that I think the Giants are going to be able to take advantage of. I think the Giants win this game outright. I love getting the 4.5 points. I'll put two units on the Giants, getting the 4.5 points. To me, the score is about 20-17, to maybe 23-20, something like that. So I'll put one unit on the under as well. So we'll go head-to-head on that one too, Stevie, and we'll see – What happens, speaking of what happens, I know what happens in your house. You're lazy, you don't get a chance, you just order food out or you go out to eat. You guys got to try Blue Apron. It is awesome. It's the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Those of you making some New Year's resolutions to eat healthier, this is the way to go. They've got unbelievable meals upcoming like Spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and Fura cake or pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach. This is delicious food. They send you all the ingredients. They tell you exactly how to cook it. And you actually get a chance to cook fresh, high-quality ingredients to make a real meal and a real difference for your family Affordable, flexible, there's variety, it's easy, and they guarantee every ingredient in your delivery is ready to cook or they will make it right. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash even. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's BlueApron.com slash even. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Let's get to an email, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's, here's your, your chance. chance. It's time to ask Ross. The email address is Ross at RossTucker.com. We love getting emails from you. If you send one with a sponsor confirmation for Blue Apron or BetDSI or whatever, I guarantee that Steve will read and respond to it. Here's the question, Steve, and this is from maybe a couple weeks ago, so keep that in mind. It's from Matthew Vincent. But we were so busy with so many games, we couldn't get to it. But now that we don't have as many games, we're getting to it. Even money question for you and Steve. If you made a preseason MVP bet on Derek Carr at 60-1, to and he's in the hunt, Let's say top two or three favorites. That's probably not the case anymore, Steve, but let's pretend that Derek Carr didn't get hurt and was still a top two or three favorite. When and how would you consider hedging and how? Let's say the bet was $100 for even numbers. He also asked if he could get the Raiders press pass. Uh, Matthew, I believe you did get that. I said that to you for your father, Robert and the Christmas gift. So congratulations, Matthew, on winning the sponsor confirmation email contest for the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I know your father, hopefully, was very happy with that for Christmas. So that's the email question, though, Steve. It is Derek Carr. You got him at 60-1. to He's one of the top two or three favorites. How do you hedge? Do you hedge?
1: In general, I don't like to hedge because you're usually making a negative expectation bet to protect a positive expectation bet. and But I recognize that if it's bringing in a whole lot of money, you want to make sure you win something. Several ways you could have looked at it. If Carr had stayed healthy, bad year because it's so many guys in the running for the MVP, the two um, guys at Dallas. Um, certainly um, Aaron Rodgers coming on strong. you got Tom Brady. So it's not like you can just bet on the other guy that's, that's in the running and hedge it that way. You certainly could have looked to bet against the Raiders the final couple weeks as well. The theory being, hey, if the Raiders got the number one seed, you know, had been able to finish fourteen and two, he was very much more likely to get it. So that's kind of a partial hedge. A better example probably would have been if you would have bet um, on the Louisville quarterback to go ahead and win the Heisman. The only guy that really could have beaten him was Watson. So you could have hedged that nicely by, um, if you'd already bet on Jackson, to go ahead and then put a bet on Watson and locked in almost a sure profit. But it really wasn't the poss- it wasn't possible this year in the NFL.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this week's even money podcast. I like that. I, I like um, the hedging questions, things like that. That's a good point that you made, Steve, about. Negative and positive expectation. I like that. Hopefully, we'll get to some more emails over the next couple of weeks as there's not quite as many games to break down. Remember those emails it's ross at rostucker.com on any, take advantage of any of our sponsors. Of course, you can also always spread the word via social media. That's one of the other contests we have going. It's Twitter at ross Tucker NFL or you can retweet Steve at Fezzik Sports, if you'd like. Or just give me a like on Facebook with the Even Money Podcast. Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Really appreciate those of you that download us on multiple devices. And the iTunes rankings comment really, really help. we got the Amazon PayPal for you guys as well. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever
1: podcasts can be found.